0: Every time I feel the Spirit moving in my heart, I will pray. Every time I feel the Spirit moving in my heart, I will pray. Welcome
1: the to mountain. the podcast
2: for Epworth United Methodist Church in Berkeley, California. I'm Pastor Kristen Stone King. Our mission at Epworth is to live out God's love for all. We strengthen our faith as we worship, study, develop a creative, supportive community, and serve others. Together, we encourage each other, challenge each other, and welcome all people on their journey of faith.
0: I will pray. Every time I feel the Spirit moving in my heart, I will pray. Oh every time I feel a spirit moving in my heart I
2: Our podcast blends a taste of the music that we experience here in worship on Sunday mornings, along with a scripture reading and a message.
3: Surely the presence of the Lord is in this place. I can feel God's mighty power and His grace i can hear the brush of angels wings i see glory on each face surely the presence of the lord is in this place surely the presence of the lord is in this place i can feel god's mighty power And God's grace, I can hear the breath of angel wings, I see glory on each face, surely the presence of the Lord is in this place. The scripture reading this morning is taken from the book of Ephesians, chapter 6, verses 10 through 20.
0: A fight to the finish. And that about wraps it up. God is strong, and he wants you strong. So take take everything the master has set out for you, well-made weapons, the best materials, and put them to use, so you will be able to stand up to everything the devil throws your way. This is no weekend war that we'll walk away from and forget in a couple of hours. This is for keeps a life
3: or death fight to the finish against the devil and all his angels. Be prepared. You're up against far more than you can handle on your own. Take all the help you can get. Every weapon God has issued so that when it's all over but the shouting, you'll still be on your feet. Truth, righteousness, peace, faith, and salvation are more than words. Learn how to apply them. You'll need them throughout your life. God's word is an indispensable weapon In the same way, prayer is essential in this ongoing warfare. Pray hard and long. Pray for your brothers and sisters. Keep your eyes open. Keep each other's spirits up so that no one falls behind or drops out. And don't forget to pray for me.
0: Pray that all know what to say and have the courage to say it at the right time. Telling the mystery to one and all The message that I, jailbird preacher, that I am am responsible for getting out. The word of God for the people of God.
4: I am on a battlefield. I am on a battlefield for my Lord. I am on a battlefield. I am on a battlefield for my Lord. One day I promised Jesus that I'd Serve him till the day that I die. I am on a battlefield. battlefield for my Lord. Well, I'm on a battlefield for my Lord. Yes, I'm on a battlefield for my Lord. Well, one day. I said to Jesus that I'd serve Him till the day that I die. Well, I'm on a battlefield for my Lord. in God's army and I'm fighting for my king well I'm not a drafted soldier fighting for these worthless things well he said he'd be my sword and shield if I would stay on that battlefield well I'm on a battlefield for my Lord I am on a battlefield. I am on a battlefield for my Lord. I am on a battlefield. I am on a battlefield for my Lord. One day, I promise Jesus that I'd serve Him till the day that I die. I am on a battlefield battlefield
5: for my lord amen thank you judy when i read that scripture i was a little hesitant because of the reference of war myself but there were some gems in there that i wanted to use but thank you for that good morning i want to thank reverend stone king for inviting me to be with you this morning while she is revitalizing her body and spirit. I also want to extend a heartfelt thank you to Mary Butts for her warm and instructive emails. <laughs> she has made me feel welcome. And this is my first in-person worship, and I'm excited to be in worship today, to see faces, hear, singing and music live. It is such a blessing that I didn't think that I would miss until I couldn't do it. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth bring new life and the meditations of our collective hearts be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, my strength and my redeemer, amen. I read of a man who stood to speak at the funeral of a friend. He referred to the dates of the tombstone from beginning to end. He noted that first came the date of birth and spoke the following date with tears. But he said what mattered most of all was the dash between those years. For that dash represents all the time that they spent alive on earth, and now only those who love them would know what that little line is worth. For it matters not how much we own, the cars, the house, the cash. What matters is how we live and love and how we spend our dash. So think about this long and hard Are there things you like to change? For you never know how much time is left that still can be rearranged. If you could just slow down enough to consider what's true and real and always try to understand the way you make others feel. And be less quick to anger and show appreciation more and love the people in our lives like we've never loved before. If we treat each other with respect and more often a smile, remembering that this special dash might only last a while. So when your eulogy is read and with your life's actions to rehash, would you be proud of the things they say about how you lived your dash. This is a poem entitled The Dash by Linda Ellis. A poem like this causes so many questions, requiring us to slow down and hopefully reflect. These past 20 months have given us time, but have we taken the time to reflect, to determine what is important to us And what relationships we value have i always made the right decisions have i shown enough gratitude have i loved enough have i been truly present with others have i stood up for justice for others or just for myself have i lived a life of fear have i led with my head and not my heart so many questions swirling around in our hearts and perhaps feelings of falling short, most of the time, has come up for us. <clears throat> Excuse me. These questions and thoughts <clears throat> can be overwhelming, but I'm here to tell you the good news is, if you can hear my voice, you have time to work on your dash. You must use the remaining time we've been given wisely and productively. Let us pray daily part of the prayer of John Wesley's covenant prayer that says, put me to what you will, place me with whom you will. Let us be open to being used differently than we've ever been used before by God. Because I am convinced that we each preach our own eulogy by the way we live our lives each day. There is nothing that anyone can say during your eulogy that you haven't already said by the way you lived your life. We are told in scripture that to whom much is given, much is required. We all have been given blessings upon blessings during our lives, even if we have hit a couple of rough patches along the way. Based on the blessings that you've been given, Will your life show that you have been transformed by those blessings and now live in service to others and not just to yourself and family? Are you now living a life of gratitude and service? Will you leave your part of the world better than you found it? The actor Martin Sheen has said, I have learned that we serve ourselves best when we serve others first. Living a life of accumulating things and possessions is not the way to live your life to its fullest. Because I've never seen a hearse with a luggage rack on top. (laughs) It has been said that you can tell a person's priorities by looking at their checkbook register. Because where your treasure is, that's where your heart is also. And what will your check register say about your priorities? Are you truly grateful for what you've been given? Or do you feel entitled because of who you are, what school you've attended, the positions you've held, and what you have accomplished? True happiness overrules material possessions. More than anything, those that love you want to be with you, creating memories with you that will last, rather than material possessions that will not last. Have you been loving towards others, the people that you've encountered in your daily life, or just your families and friends, but not everyone? We are asked to practice inclusive love that doesn't fear the other, but looks and works for the greater good for everyone. To accomplish this, we must practice daily intentional acts of love, kindness, and justice. What does daily intentional acts of love, kindness, and justice look like? Well, sometimes a smile and a kind word could make someone's day. Caring for others may mean we personally may have to pay more taxes for the benefit of the many. We are called upon to not only give of our resources to help others, but also to give of ourselves. We may simply be giving, it may simply be giving an unhoused person the dignity of looking at them rather than diverting our eyes. The Ephesian scripture this morning tells us that we must keep each other's spirits up so that one does not fall behind or drop out. I have a friend that believes that every middle-aged person, however you choose to define that, should be a mentor to a teenager and a companion to a senior adult. Again, open to interpretation. She has found spending time with both age groups sharing stories, success, defeats, disappointments, setbacks, and how they've overcome those obstacles in their lives to be such a gift. My friend has done this for years and says that she has been blessed more than she has gained from both relationships. It has given her an opportunity to pass on knowledge that she has gained along the way to the teenager and an opportunity to sit at the feet of an elder who imparted wisdom that came from experiences, mistakes, joys and disappointments. She says that these relationships have given her an appreciation for life, and it allowed her to be at peace with death. Dr. Maya Angelou says that people may not remember what you have said to them, but they will remember how you made them feel. Walter Bugerman, an Old Testament scholar and theologian, invites Christians on a walk when he says, We are called to walk an alternative path, one of humility, justice, and peace. We are invited to walk a path that may be barely recognizable to our self-indulgent and violent world, a path marked by grace, compassion, and abundance. This walk that he invites us to is an example of being in the world but not of the world. And it's a model of how Jesus walked this earth. To enhance our own lives and those we encounter, we need to give ourselves the gift of forgiveness. Forgiveness of yourself for past mistakes, the decisions you've made, the people you've hurt, or the unhealthy relationships that maybe you stayed in too long. Forgive yourself knowing that you did the best you knew how with the knowledge and the information you had at the time. But the good news is when you know better, there's an opportunity to do better. You must stop standing in your own way, punishing yourself for yesterday's decisions. Forgiveness is also a gift you give yourself when you forgive those who have mistreated you, or hurt you what is truly lacking in the world today is love forgiveness and grace because we are given grace each day of our lives grace is that unmerited favor from god and all we are expected to do is just pass it on to those we encounter it doesn't Make you a better person or a smarter person because you win every argument, or feel you must be right on every point, but just show a little grace in those situations. It means that someone if it means that someone's humanity is diminished or they are made to feel less than what have you really gained? Scripture reminds us of the power of the tongue when we speak. The tongue has the power to give life or death. Not knowing how much time you may have, you may want to use your words wisely by speaking life into situations. In James 4 verse 14, the question is asked, what is your life? The response was, you are a miss that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Since we are here for such a brief time, let us spend our dash empowering and uplifting ourselves and others with the words we speak. Henry Thomas Buckle admonishes us, great minds discuss ideas, average minds discuss events, small minds discuss people. Let us keep our minds on higher things that are life-giving. And we need to stand by our words and not make hollow promises or making statements that we have no intentions of honoring. I will give you a nugget of gold from the Gospel of Pearl Brown, who is my mother, who always told me, let my word be my bond. I've tried to live my life honoring the words and commitments I've made. And I must admit there have been times when I felt myself faltering because I've seen others that weren't keeping their words or their commitment. But I would always hear my mother's voice saying your word is your bond. And we must also know who and whose we are. We must never let someone else's opinion of us become our reality. We must unapologetically tell our own story, a story that you are of divine worth and deserving of all that life has to offer. The one that knows you better than anyone The one that knew you before you left your mother's womb declares in Psalms 139, 14, that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Don't let anyone tell you or make you feel differently. Every challenge and setback you've experienced has been a setup for the comeback greater than you could possibly imagine. It is true, we learn more from our missteps than our successes. Our missteps cause us to look within and to see if we could do better next time. And it also causes us to look at our motivations. Often we will realize that the missteps were because we relied on our own knowledge and was motivated by ego. But when we take time to reflect, we realize that we needed to rely more on God and his promises. These are lessons that will give us the most growth in our character. Earlier, I stated that we preach our eulogy by the way we live our lives. I recall a conversation I had with a friend of mine, and she was telling me, excuse me, how much she loved her grandmother and how much she missed her grandmother. When she was growing up, she knew she was her grandmother's favorite out of her six siblings and cousin. She didn't brag about it to her siblings, but just knew that she was the chosen one. She loved spending time with her grandmother because she made her feel special, which wasn't the way her mother made her feel. But when her grandmother died and she and her siblings were sitting around talking about their grandmother, during the conversation they discovered that each of them thought that they were the favorite grandchild and how important that had made them feel as they were growing up to be the favorite grandchild. I told my friend that her grandmother was a very special and loving woman what a blessing and gift her grandmother gave to each of them when she was able to make each one of them feel special her grandmother's dash was an example of a life well lived her eulogy had been preached by the way she lived how she made people feel and the memories she created for them she wasn't a ceo of a fortune 500 company she didn't graduate from a university, but she was a woman who led with her heart, who loved unconditionally and made a difference in many lives. Because of how she made my friend and her siblings in Cousinsville, she has given them an example of how to love. And now they are trying to do the same thing with their children. Hopefully it will continue for generations but it started with a solitary life. I know we all are feeling overwhelmed lately with the earthquake and devastation in Haiti, the situation in Afghanistan, the wildfires in California, the Delta uh, variant, and the divisive nature of our nation on every issue. As Christians, we know that our power and strength comes from God alone. In times like these, we are to put our trust in God, and he will guide our ways of love and justice and compassion. And then we will be able to say with a resounding yes, yes I stood for justice and mercy for everyone when it wasn't convenient. Yes, I lived my life with grace, forgiveness, and gratitude. Yes, I have left my corner of the world better than I found it. And as I said earlier, the good news is if you can hear my voice, you still have time to work on your dash. And you have the assurance that God will be with you every step of the way. From the beginning of your dash to the end. Thanks be to God. Amen.
6: We're accepted as we are. Cast aside your doubts and fears. Cast aside your doubts and fears. Peace and love freely all. He hey,
2: backslash connect. Have a great week.
1: Let me to Jesus, lover of my